Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Snowy it is out there. Yes, it is. It's finally looking wintry out there. Yeah, well, sort of. <laughs> it's not sticking, but... A little bit. Not yeah. to the not to the bit. sidewalks or pavements, but... Yeah, grassy areas, grassy, as they say, and grassy trees. Areas. And my car. And Andy's, and Andy's car. car. Nobody yeah, okay. else's car, just, just mine. Only one in the parking lot that had snow on it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what was me? All the others were exempt. Yeah, it was that, it's that light, fluffy kind, so it's easy to yeah. clear. It's easy. It's easy snow. I um, finally put the uh, snow brush in my car. I uh, I have for, two. I've been. Oh, really? I have. Well, I found one in the trunk yesterday, and I thought I'll put this in the back seat along with the other one. One free charm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Schwanny does not have a lot of time to waste no. when he's cleaning off his car. Quick <laughs> speed is effi- efficiency is his. Key. One has a scraper on it. Oh. So I'm set. I'm ready. I didn't put mine in because it hasn't snowed. No, I always have one. And you it, here you were a Boy Scout. What is the motto? Be prepared. Be prepared. Be well, prepared. My goodness. <laughs> well, you're prepared now, so that counts. I also pledge to be trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, brave, clean, and reverent. And I missed at least seven. All of the above. Seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, be careful, <laughs> everybody. It's it, it is a little bit slippery, so be be careful, especially on the uh, what ramps and overpasses, right? Yes, Bridges, bridge yeah. decks and ramps. Bridge, bridge decks. decks and ramps. Right. Which I would have extra time, by the way. <laughs> a little extra time. You know, seriously though, we have had numerous accidents <laughs> overnight and early this morning, and uh, you know, maybe due in part to the weather out there with the slippery conditions. It doesn't seem like the roads are slippery, but uh, they they can be. So, dress in layers. <laughs> Shwani, you got an unnecessary winter uh, weather use, tip? Use caution as you proceed <laughs> on the roadways this morning. Right. Make sure that washer, window washer, well is the blue full. stuff, yep. right? Oh, I I was I was uh, working on that too. I put air in the tires. Oh, hmm. Yep, I'm ready. I'm now, ready. see, I got mixed up, and I put air in my windshield washer. <laughs> yes. and I, right, that will you know what's going on at Graceland uh, right now? Graceland Mansion, the public memorial for Lisa Marie Presley. It's going on on the the lawn right in front of the Graceland Mansion. Have you ever gone there, Shawnee? You've gone to I so, have many, not. so many places. Yeah, I I have not been there. I know you were there uh, for the opening of the Elvis movie last right. year, and I believe she was there also. She wasn't was. She, she yes. was there. Priscilla, the mother, was there, and it's like the 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 Elvis family, the uh, Presley family, and all the the cast and everything. But I had been there once before. I've, I've been there a couple of times, and it's uh, it, it's very impressive. The whole thing's very impressive. Now, what they did uh, was uh, they have created something called the Meditation Garden, which is off to the side of the mansion, and that's where Elvis is laid to rest. And uh, Elvis's mom and dad and grandparents, Elvis had a twin brother when he was born who did not survive. He's buried there. 
and Lisa Marie's son, who uh, died two years ago of suicide, he is laid to rest there. And this morning, Lisa Marie will also be uh, laid to rest in the meditation gardens on uh, the the Graceland prop- property. Elvis's parents also there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vernon and Vernon uh, Gladys. And Gladys, I think. Yeah, yeah. They're they're back there. Uh, they uh, Elvis and the parents and grandparents are all you know buried in the ground. Uh, Lisa Marie's son is in a sarcophagus. You know, an above ground uh, place of rest, I guess you might say. Yeah, yeah, kind of a mausoleum like. Kind of like a mausoleum yeah. for, you know, a casket size mausoleum. And now they just uh, put another sarcophagus right next to his, uh, where Lisa Marie will also uh, be. In fact, they're live streaming the um, public memorial service. Let me see what's going on there right now. Just click into this. See if we can hear anything. There's a gentleman who's stepping up to the podium right in front of the Graceland Mansion. I mean, the famous Graceland Mansion. And good and, morning. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And it is a good morning because we're we're here. We're all here because we want to be here. You know, so the you know there there are going to be some speeches. Uh, there are musical instruments on the stage for this, so I presume there's going to be some music that's part of this uh, as well. So we'll jump into this every once in a while, and you know if there's anything interesting going on there, we'll let you know. All right, so um, we we got a lot of nice comments about this show. You know, I filled in for Lisa Dent on Thursday and Friday this past week. And, uh, you know, tons of nice uh, emails, really nice emails. But what uh, people were saying over and over and over again is how much they enjoy the Sunday show. And, I, of course, I thought they were talking about some other Sunday show. I didn't you just know. assumed that they were talking about another show. I thought they on meant, another radio station. No uh, less? I thought they meant Jane Pauley. Ah, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but people, uh, uh, just an inordinate amount of emails uh, saying how much they uh, enjoy the three of us and the fun that we have here on Sunday morning. You know that we uh, provide them everything they need: all the news, all the sports. Uh, you know, interviews, the A-list celebrities, but most of all, they just enjoy starting the day. The fun that we have. The fun that we have. Because mm-hmm. we're fun-loving guys. Yes, we are. The three of us. <laughs> not as much fun as Jane Pauley. <laughs> of course but. not. We, we are the equivalent of the three dummies that were recently sent into space, right? <laughs> Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. <laughs> This is the kind of quality entertainment that people enjoy. Uh-huh. We're not gentlemen. Apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you. Thank you for all the nice uh, comments that we received. Uh, Lisa Dent will be back tomorrow, by the way. So, uh, you know, things are going to get back to normal around here. Very good. Did you have a you, nice- were, you were in uh, two days for her, I believe? I was. Yeah. Yes, I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday, I got a last-minute call. 
can you be here ASAP? So naturally, being the team player that I am, I dropped everything that I was doing. Be prepared. <laughs> Trustworthy, be loyal. Be prepared. Isn't that funny that I can remember that? Well, you were involved with yeah, know, scouts but, for how long? I know, but it was so many years ago. And <laughs> ask me if what I had for breakfast today. I can't remember that. <laughs> but I remember the scout. Is it the oath? Yes, the oath. Is that not the, the motto? The motto is be prepared, be prepared. But you took the oath where you raise your hand and. But uh, what is it when you say that you're trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly? Is that the that's called something else? Th- that's the oath. That's the oath. That's the oath. O a t h. I thought the oath was what to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution I'm of the not United becoming States. President of the United States. <laughs> Just a Boy Scout. As a twelve-year-old, although I think sometimes a twelve-year-old might do a better job. <laughs> but no, one is the oath, and, and what is my, the motto? On my honor, I promise. Wow, I can't even rem- believe I honor, remember this. On my honor, I pr- promise to solemnly swear to do my duty, <laughs> defend, to, protect, and protect. <laughs> we'll just mix, <laughs> rewrite the whole thing. Oh, wait a minute. All right, here it is. You, you ready? Did you look it up? On He's my good. honor, I will do my best to do, do my, my duty, duty to God and my country, country, and to obey the, the Scout law. law. To, to help, help other people, people at all times, times, to keep myself physically strong, strong didn't mentally do that. awake, didn't do that, and morally straight, didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> like I said, all of the above. Now, what is that called? Is that do that? That's the oath. That's the oath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the uh, the list of the ten things, whatever it is, trustworthy, loyal, helpful. That's something else. Uh, let's see. It's a, that, I think that is scout law. That sounds right. Scout law has 12 points. Each is a goal for every scout. A scout tries to live up to the law every day. It is yep. always easy to do, but a scout always tries. Trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, clean. Courteous. Courteous, kind. Obedient. Obedient. Cheerful. <laughs> cheerful. Oh, Shwani. Shwani, I got that one nailed, don't I? The oh, cheerful. You sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Brave. Reverence. Yep. yep. And... Uh, friendly, <laughs> thrifty, stupid, thrifty, <laughs> thrifty. Oh, I'm thrifty. Yeah, yeah, thrifty. Wait, read them all again. Okay, so it's uh, trustworthy, loyal, loyal helpful, yep. friendly, yep. courteous. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to mock the person reading the. Yeah, come on. Well, in this case, <laughs> kind, obedient, yes, cheerful, yes, thrifty, mm-hmm. brave, clean. <laughs> And last but certainly not least, reverent. What is he going to burst? He's going to go to scout jail for breaking these laws. <laughs> I'm some of those things. <laughs> I was when I was 12. You were 12. Yes. Before, something happened. Before life dealt its cruel blows. <laughs> Before it beat you down. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the best times I had. I hate to be one of those guys that, um, you know, you look back and those were the best times of your life. I would hope that today will be the best day of my life and yeah. tomorrow will be even better. But I got to say, the years that I was in Boy Scouts, uh, that was fantastic. Well, you talked about camping out at the dunes and doing all kinds of things sure. like that. Yeah. Perform many, many, you know, good community, great community projects. Community service, sure. Friends that I made in the Boy Scouts that mm-hmm. I, I still have today. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just it's just a blast. Yeah, I never made it to Boy Scouts. I was a Cub Scout. I was a Cub Scout and also, the, yeah. Truth, truth be told, I joined the Cub Scouts because I found out that at one point they go to Wrigley Field for a Cubs game. Oh, <laughs> is that right? That's the truth. Really? Well, yeah. I, I saw my first Major League Baseball game thanks to the Cub Scouts. Yeah. We went to Old Comiskey Park. Hmm. 1964. Now, see, we never went to any uh, sporting events. Hmm. No, they. I was in both the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts. And truth be told, that's why I also signed up in sixth grade to be a crossing guard. Because you thought you'd oh. go to a Cubs game? Yeah, safety patrol, yeah. that's We went to the Cubs game. Oh, yeah. I was. Oh, they did take yeah. you to one? Good. Right. Boy, our school must have been cheap. We didn't do any of those things. We got the nice patrol boy belts. No, yeah, well, those were great, weren't they? The orange? Yep. Did you have yeah, the orange, oh yeah. orange yeah. reflective yep. ones? Yeah, mm-hmm. those were cool. I lost mine. I had to keep borrowing a friend's. You mean, you mean now or No, then? it's sixth grade. <laughs> he stands right outside Wacker driving Columbus. <laughs> he likes to. <laughs> police ask him to, sir, please leave. Take your orange belt and go home. <laughs> Because you would save something for fifty years, like the, like a patrol boy belt. Yeah, I lost it though. I didn't. I I with, I misplaced it when I was a patrol boy in mm. sixth grade. Oh, I kept wow. borrowing a friend's. Mm. Wow. So what did your friend have? We made sure we had different. He had the same one. We just I made know you sure had the that, same belt, but when he needed to be a patrol boy, what did he? Well, wear? we worked it out. So when I was on, he wasn't, and working the angles. Well, yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, somehow or other, we finally, they they gave me another one or something yeah. like that. But I don't know what happened to it. Uh, yeah, those were, those were fun days. We never, uh, we, we never went to the ball game together. We did a lot of camping. We used to hmm. go to Indiana Dunes State Park all the time. Like, seems like we were going at least one th- once a month there. And we go to other really? places. Really? That often you went out there? We went to the dunes all the time. Wow. All the time. Um, and then, uh, you know, we do, do other hiking things, you know, hiking events and things like that. But the, the, the big event of the year, a Wasapi scout reservation hmm. in Wisconsin, we'd stay up there for two weeks and it was just, it was the greatest, the greatest. You learn all kind of different things. Uh, you know, after several years, I was in scouts for quite a long time and believe it or not, I became like sort of the, like the senior leader of the. Still the troop. Well, no, seriously, did you did you aspire to be an Eagle Scout? I really? Did, did I, you? I try to get there. I was two merit badges short of being an Eagle Scout. Wow! Okay. Because I almost drowned once. Oh yes, oh. I remember you telling me. And that. I was yeah. scared to do. I was yeah. scared to, to swim. swim. Yeah. So I, I had to get. A, you had to get a swimming merit badge and a life saving merit badge, and I couldn't do either of those because I was terrified to go in the water. Hmm. So. Uh, I'm still traumatized. I, I have learned to swim since then, by the way. So I, I actually took some classes so I could overcome that. But uh, it was the greatest. And uh, in my final years, my friend Charlie and I uh, pretty much took the whole two weeks uh, just to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> did you steal cigarettes from your mom? Yep, I did too. <laughs> Let's see. That would go to trustworthy. Uh, no, that would be something like clean. See, you had to be sit, brave healthy. to do it. Yep. Yeah, a little reverent. Yeah, okay. Truthful. <clears throat> you want to go smoke? Okay. <laughs> but you were helpful to your friend Charlie. You got him some cigarettes. No, he got his own. Oh, okay. Yeah, he stole his own. 
idiots. <laughs> oh, boy. Idiot, 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 idiot. <laughs> Talked to my friend Charlie the other day, by the way. I've known him all my life. Hmm. You know Charlie. You know He walks a lack of this. Good time, Charlie. You know good time, Charlie. All right. And people say they enjoy the show. What are, you, what are you people thinking up there? Now it is time once again for one of my favorite stops of the week. Dr. Kevin Most's All Things Health. Dr. Kevin Most, Chief Medical Officer, Northwestern Central DuPage Hospital. Good morning to you, Dr. Most. Good morning, Dean. Isn't it? fun saying all things health instead of all things covid yeah yeah boy that's for sure uh, <laughs> although i, I did want to just uh, lightly touch on, oh, on covid yeah. for just a second uh, because that, not that we're over it but you know the certainly the worst of it is definitely over uh, i read something this week that illinois now has surpassed thirty six thousand covid deaths uh, everybody was talking about how there could be a resurgence of it uh, when the holidays came through People were all inside together uh, for the uh, you know the holiday season. Are we actually seeing that? Because it feels like things have kind of settled down a little bit. You know, from the uh, hospitalization point of view, we're still kind of just hanging in the same place. Uh, in the general public, down a little bit. Uh, certainly, we're seeing this XBB strain that we're concerned about in the Northeast headed this way. Uh, we're still at about 10% positivity for XBB, which is the strain that is much more contagious, but not so virulent. Um, but certainly it's over 50% for the rest of the country. So we expect it to be in the Midwest here shortly. But that's going to be more of an inconvenience. Uh, people who are immunized are going to do just fine with it. Um, but we're not out of the woods. And it's again, we're going to be living with this for quite some time. Yeah, people who are testing positive right now, are generally experiencing, you know, kind of flu-like symptoms, severe cold-like uh, symptoms. Very few are, are being hospitalized anymore, uh, all thanks to the immunizations, which people, you know, shouldn't uh, take this as uh, everything's over. I don't need to get immunized. People still do need to get immunized if they haven't already, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, you at least want to make sure you have your foundational immunizations because this XBB strain certainly contagious but not super virulent we don't know what the next strain is you know just a year ago we were dealing with omicron which you know really hit some people very hard and we saw death spike again that could easily happen so doing whatever you can to protect yourself against any infectious disease is a good idea yeah absolutely so uh, you know as we speak in memphis tennessee at the graceland mansion a public memorial is going on for Lisa Marie Presley, it is thought that she suffered a cardiac arrest. Uh, her family with a history of cardiac problems, her dad, her, gra- her grandmother. Uh, so that's going on right now. We learned the cause of death for actor Leslie Jordan uh, this week while he was driving, apparently suffered a heart attack and, and died. Uh, you know, I, I kind of feel that maybe we don't pay enough attention to heart health. Yet it remains, if not the leading cause of death, certainly one of the the, uh, top causes of death in the U.S., right? Oh, absolutely. It is the leading cause of death. So we know that heart disease is number one. And, and, you know, you, you make a very good point that maybe we don't put enough into it, because if you really think about heart health, a lot of the damage done to our heart 
I hate to use the word self-inflicted, but it's self-inflicted. It's having a sedentary lifestyle and not, you know, exercising your heart appropriately. It's the diet that we eat that causes a buildup of blockage in the arteries that causes heart attacks. So not treating hypertension. All the things that we really have control over with our heart. Certainly there's a bunch of genetic issues, but some of the things that we can control, we're not doing a very good job of. So how should uh, people, I mean, they, they should do all those things. They should eat better. They should exercise. They should, uh, you know, watch watch their stress, et cetera. What are some other red flags that there may be heart issues that, uh, are, you know, may be around the corner? Yeah, you know, probably a couple of the big things that people don't understand is that, let's say you could do a normal activity of, walk around the block quickly and not be short of breath or not feel any discomfort or not feel tired. Anytime you start to do an activity that you used to be able to do easily and don't any, and can't do it anymore without it feeling a little bit stressful, that's a red flag. Shortness of breath for going up a flight of stairs where you didn't have that in the past, that's a red flag. And really any increase in weight, you know, if you see a dramatic increase in weight, that can be not only dietary, but it can also be that the body is retaining water because the heart is not pumping as effectively, and we get something called congestive heart failure. So certainly any of those signs, pitting, swelling of the ankles and the lower leg where you're retaining water, again, all of those are signs that our pump, our heart, is not working as well as it should. Yeah, the problem of obesity in America is out of control not just for adults, but also pediatric obesity, right? Well, Dean, it's you know interesting to bring that up because just recently, about a week and a half ago, the American Academy of Pediatrics came out with new um, guidelines for how we're going to treat obesity in children. Dramatically changed from the last time they had a statement, which was 15 years ago. So now we're actually looking at actually using medication in children to treat obesity and actually even surgery in those over the age of 13 who have morbid obesity. So, and this is a problem. I and mean, we have, you know, 15, 20 million, you know, uh, children who suffer from obesity right now. So certainly when the American Academy of Pediatrics makes a dramatic change, they still are encouraging lifestyle changes and dietary and exercise, but they're finding out that that is not working and now they're starting to look towards medication and surgery. When when you say surgery for this, what, what are you talking about? The the kind where they reduce the size of the uh, the stomach? Was it called gastric bypass or something like that? Yeah, you know. So there's different kinds of, of uh, bariatric surgery that we do. You know, gastric bypass where we bypass portions. There's other sleeves where we make the stomach smaller. There's even some, you know, study going on with a balloon that's actually inflated in the stomach so that you feel full earlier so that you don't eat as much. So certainly a lot of different options out there. And no one's going to rush to surgery. They're going to make sure that they do all the psychological things for mental health. They check for any other endocrine problems, diabetes, thyroid illness. They make sure that you do all the other things as far as exercise and diet. So I don't want, you know, listeners to think, oh, you know, my... 15-year-old is obese, I'm going to go have surgery. It's not like that at all. How safe is that surgery now? I've heard, for the most part, I've heard really good results. Uh, Tom Skilling uh, famously, uh, you know, was very open and talking about the surgery that he had, um, which he lost like 100 pounds, something like that, and is looking, 
you know, better and better all the time. Uh, but for, for the most part, are, are those surgeries pretty safe for everyone? Yeah. Yeah. From a safety point of view, they're very safe. I mean, believe me, the American Academy of Pediatrics wouldn't be saying let's do the surgery on children if they weren't. Um, so really from a, a side effects and how we do complication rates, very low in these surgeries. And certainly done properly actually do have good outcomes. You know, I think Al Roker, you know, Tom Skilling, I believe you know, there's, there's many people who have had them. Yep. And certainly it's a lifestyle change because, boy, all of a sudden now I have more energy. My knees don't hurt. My back doesn't hurt. All those things that we don't even equate with obesity actually get better as well. Is, uh, is, it, is it possible that somebody could have that surgery but go back to their old eating habits and regain all of that weight? And how dangerous is that once you've altered the physical structure of your stomach? Yeah, you know, if you you certainly could because the stomach is a growing organ, right? So it can change and it can stretch. But for the most part, it's going to do fairly well. But certainly people can still take in enough calories to continue to have problems with their weight. So it's not only having the surgery, it's also now making sure that those same individuals are educated as how to eat properly going forward. So it's not as simple as, hey, you're going to have a surgery, all the pounds are going to fall off. No, you have a surgery, you eat appropriately, and then you're going to see changes. Yeah, I know uh, several friends of mine who have had the surgery, and, and Tom, I've, I've talked with uh, Tom about it. There was an education process before, uh, you know, they, they ever went to surgery. I mean, they they had to make sure that their head was in the right place, that they were ready for something like this, and prepared for what uh, what kind of lifestyle changes that they would have to make for after the surgery. Absolutely, you know, the surgeons want to make sure that their surgery is successful. So you just kind of hit it right on the head. That individual has to be engaged to a point of what is the treatment going to be post surgery? What are my diets going to be? So that this. The individual comes in and says, hey, you know, I want to lose some pounds. You know, can you staple my stomach a little smaller? That is not going to fly with the physicians, obviously. So really making sure that they're in the right psychologic space, they're in the right metabolic space, and they're they're ready for the future. And it's um, when we do it and it, it works well, it's a really a successful story for many patients. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and get to your questions for Dr. Kevin Most. 312-981-7200 on the telephone 381-981-7200 to text we'll be right back a weekly visit with dr kevin most and your phone calls for him 312-981-7200 to call or text and uh, Jim, let's start off with you. Hi, you're on with Dr. Most on WGN. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, I'm headed to Florida at the end of March, is, is, and I had my last COVID vaccine and uh, the bivalent in September. Any reason I can't get number six before I go? <laughs> Jim, uh, yeah, you know, number six is probably not really, I shouldn't say it's probably not, it is not recommended at this time. Is there a reason you couldn't get it? No, but you're going to have a tough time finding someone who knows what your records are to give it because it's not 
uh, FDA approved and recommended. So does, does he need it? Certainly, does, uh, does he need it before no, he travels? No, no. I mean, he got it in September. He should he should still have coverage from that. But we all know the story, right? We've all heard. Boy, as we think about each time we come out with the vaccine, it's like, all right, wait, now there's another booster. There's another booster. So certainly, I think everyone's ready for that shoe to fall. Yes. So this one, Almost every six months. Right. But the interesting thing was the boosters in the past were not for the strains that were circulating. In other words, they were just to give you the basic COVID coverage. What we're seeing now is the booster is actually for the BA4, BA5, which is the strain that is circulating right now. So unless if we have a change in that, we probably will see a new vaccine, which will probably be in the fall. But you've already been vaccinated for the strain that's circulating right now, so no need to get that uh, uh, that additional booster. Jim, have fun in Florida. Thank you for the call. Stephen, you're on WGN. Well, hi, Dr. Most. I had a cold last week. Now I have a lingering cough and a wheezing sound in my body all night long when I sleep, which is why I was wondering what is wrong with me and what should I do? Hmm. But, well, you know, Stephen, it's interesting. The upper respiratory infections that are going around right now certainly probably started up in your head and sinuses. And if the cough is when you're lying down, it's very common for the cough to be the last symptom to go away. Reason being is that we still have inflammation. We still have drainage drains back, and a cough is actually a defense mechanism, right? It's keeping stuff out of our lungs, keeping us from having just simple bronchitis versus pneumonia. Now, the wheezing is a little bit more concerning, and it's actually, if you hear wheezing, it certainly can be from inflammation and spasms. So speaking to your doctor may not be a bad idea to get an inhaler. We use those to relax the airways, which actually makes Mm -hmm. your cough more effective. Um, But certainly it sounds like just having the end, you know, remnants of a bad upper respiratory infection, which is not uncommon. Yeah, it takes a long time. I know the, from the, the second time that I had COVID, I had a lingering uh, cough for a month or more. Finally, finally just went away, but I, I was concerned about it, that, you know, this thing was not going away. But what you're saying makes absolute uh, sense and exactly what, what I went through. 708 area code asks, please ask Dr. Most, about shots people are giving themselves to burn belly fat. Have you heard of that? I have not. Um, and I would bet that it's not FDA approved. So I really would. Uh, yeah. I need to know more. I, I, I will definitely look into that. I can touch base with you next week and let you know on that one. But um, I certainly have not heard about it. A lot of things are being used for belly fat, but I can tell you one of probably the most important thing is going to be exercise to get rid of that yeah really there is there's uh no replacement there's no quick fix for anything like that 312 area code says uh dr most have you seen the netflix documentary called what the health it turned me vegan after i watched it and i i remember when this came out it was a while ago i mean it's a, a documentary about uh, you know, eating meat, you know, being other, something other than vegan. I don't know if you're familiar with the documentary, but, you know, how do you how do you fall on uh, eating meat versus going vegan? Yeah, you know, it has that documentary has gotten a lot of play and really is eye opening to a lot of individuals. Um, I still eat meat. I try to minimize how much I eat. 
I think you'll see the study that came out just last week on freshwater fish is going to scare a lot of people away from eating freshwater fish as well, just because of the forever chemicals that are found in those. Um, And I really think that if you go back to a plant-based diet, you're going to do very well as long as you make sure you're eating the appropriate ones, right? So we get iron from the meat that we eat. So if you are uh, in a plant-based diet, make sure that you're getting a lot of vegetables that have iron in them to make sure that you can still make red blood cells. Um, You know, there's a lot of different nutrients that we need to make sure we have a balance if you're going to go from a normal I shouldn't say normal, but uh, a traditional diet to a vegan-based diet. Yeah, it's not just a question of eating anything that once came from an animal. You have to make sure that you're providing your body with what it needs if you are uh, going to go uh, vegan. This is Lila. You're on WGN with Dr. Kevin Most. Oh, thank you, Dr. Moss. I am trying to help a friend. Um, my good friend has been suffering from um, COVID long haulers um, disease for the last two years, uh, where he loses his appetite, he gets some kind of a sinus sort of infection, and then he cannot eat, he's uninsured. And this pattern has repeated many times and it has been two years he's down to about 132 pounds and the doctor said if he doesn't eat you know he's going to die Uh, my question is the doctors have not been able to treat him except to say that this is long haulers you know disease can this last that long and what can someone do um to get to go further to get for the treatment yeah let's get let's get dr most let's get dr most response because we're almost out of time here kevin yeah you know we're we're learning more and more about long COVID, obviously so certainly we don't have all the answers and long COVID is a wide spectrum of illnesses all the way from respiratory to mental health to dietary so your friend certainly um, there are a lot of long COVID clinics there's some at northwestern which a gi doctor would look at your uh, your friend here and really, it's going to be nutritional supplements. He's going to be eating, he's going to be forced to eat high nutrient or high caloric supplements in order to maintain his weight uh, for this. So he's going to be an individual that's going to be on a totally different diet. He will be taking the, you know, the gels that have high calories, you know, something to maintain his caloric intake and to increase his weight. So kind of unusual, right? A lot of people want to lose weight. Here's an individual that's going to have to change his diet to get his weight back up. And they do that even though they have lost their appetite. So we make sure that we give them highly concentrated foods while they still have any appetite at all. Yeah, okay. So thank you for the call. And uh, Kevin, thank you very much for joining us as always. We'll look forward to uh, talking to you next time. Dr. Kevin Most, uh, Chief Medical Officer, Northwestern Central DuPage Hospital. Have a great week, my friend. Thank you for joining us. You got it, Dean. Take care. We'll talk soon. Got quite a few people uh, on the text line telling us about the snow in their areas uh somebody let me see will vary from place to place yeah of course uh 708 area code inch of snow on the ground right now light snow falling let's mm-hmm. see that seems to be about what it is that we haven't heard about anything more than an, uh, about an inch of snow uh, that's out there and the light snow falling and it's supposed to taper off right yes uh slowly in fact it kind of is right now downtown yeah. tapering off a bit i like the fact that uh 
There is the word of clearing skies for tomorrow what afternoon. Is, what is this thing you call clearing skies? Well, I guess, it, you know, this gray that we have uh, just become numb to that's out there might move out and we'll see maybe, um, you know, a bluer color in the sky and maybe a little more light. Light? That would from be the sky? So, that would be Blue? nice. What yeah. Are, what yeah. are these things that you speak of? Well, we'll find out tomorrow. Kimosabi. <laughs> we shall find out tomorrow, Uncle Dean. We Dude, shall find out tomorrow. It's been gloomy, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. In fact, I think it's been... Okay, last week at this time, uh, Ron Brown here and I in the newsroom were looking out the window and going, boy, it's nice to see some blue sky. That's the last time we've seen it. Uh, yeah. A week ago, so right, right. Uh, here we go. Andy would uh, take pictures as he often does mm-hmm. out out of the windows here at the. I took one out the window here at the newsroom. I haven't posted it yet today. Yeah, what well, was like, like so little snow dark, glow, dark little snow globe gloomy. action? Yeah. Oh, I'll post it right now. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're waiting for me. To I don't know what I'm waiting for. <laughs> Is it posted? Uh, hang on, snow okay. globe at. Hang on. There it is. WGN Radio <laughs> 720. Tweet. And my tweet was sent. All right. Very good. So everybody check your Andy Mazur. <laughs> Andy underscore Mazur one. There you go. Check, check that for the uh, snow globe photo uh, that he's taking in. I'm keeping track uh, by far on our text line this morning. Uh, a lot of people enjoying our conversation that we had about scouts, Boy Scouts, summer camp, etc. Uh, people, you know, we're talking about the, the Scout uh, Law and the Scout Oath and, and all that. And somebody uh, texted in, uh, we had a 13th Scout Law, uh, don't be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that should be number one. That should be, <laughs> that should be number one, yes. Another one should be, I will not stand out in the hall in school. Here's uh, another one saying, I, I was talking about how at uh, Boy, Boy Scout <laughs> Camp, all my friend Charlie and I ever did was go up there and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> not proud of that. And boys and girls, don't be like your, Do not do this. Do not be like your Uncle Dean with uh, this regard. That was a terrible mistake I made. And it took me uh, decades to quit smoking. and <laughs> It wasn't easy. So uh, don't do that. But here's uh, somebody else that said uh, that they learned how to smoke at Boy Scout camp. <laughs> that's, so, not, that's not a badge, right? That's not a merit badge. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, you don't get a merit badge get, with a burning cigarette. You may have one taken away from you. Yeah. Uh, but here is, uh, here's a nice uh, uh, text from the 847. Uh, Dean, you guys on Sunday morning are like a pair of old shoes, all broken and comfy. Oh, I like that. Thank you. It's very nice. Thank you. Not sure I like being compared to an old <laughs> shoe, but I get the point. I, I understand. So we have got another Dean's Night Out coming up Sunday, February 12th. We'll be out at the Paramount Theater in Aurora. To see their uh, upcoming production, Into the Woods, a musical reimagining of the Grimm's fairy tale. Uh, you can join me for the uh, special night out. Ten winners and their guests will uh, join me to see the performance and also join me for a pre-show reception. Uh, that uh, You can enter the contest by going 
to WGNRadio.com slash contest. WGNRadio.com slash contest. Uh, you must enter... Uh, you must enter the sweepstake. It's, it ends on February 5th. Uh, we're going to go out there on Sunday, February the 12th. So, Oh, and we've got uh, some other tickets to give away also, by the way, for um, a pair of tickets to see Wise Children's Wuthering Heights at Chicago Shakespeare Theater at uh, Navy Pier. Uh, this is going to be pretty cool. Uh, it is a show with music, dance, and puppetry. Uh, co-production from the United Kingdom uh, that will be playing January 27th through February 19th. You can get tickets by going to chicagoshakes.com, chicagoshakes.com, to purchase your own tickets. But if you'd like a pair right now, you can go to um, uh, be our seventh caller on the phone line. Caller 7 at uh, 312-981-7200, and we'll set you up with a pair of tickets to that. So you can uh, take the kids to uh, go and see that. So, Shwani, during the newscast, you were talking about this uh, snowplow contest. What uh, What is the deal with, yeah. with that exactly now? Okay. Um, you still have a chance to weigh in on names you would like to see. Uh, you can vote for up to six names by January 31st. And the winning names will be featured on a snowplow in each of Chicago's snow districts. We've seen some very clever entries here like being there plowed that get it mm. yeah get it mm. benny the mm. bold lizard oh, bad lala plow awful oh my god chance the scraper they don't scrape they plow um, and plus, didn't we name the alligator guy after Chance the Rapper? Yeah. Anyway? Chance the Rapper, the snapper, yes. yeah. yeah. Chance, Chance the, the Snapper, yes. Yeah. Um, but the winning names will be featured on uh, a snowplow, and uh, there are 50 finalists. I would imagine you can go to the City of Chicago website to see uh, you know, the listings and vote for them. Here's another one. Jean-Baptiste Pont du Shovel, not Jean-Baptiste Pont du Sable. Apparently, every other problem in the city of Chicago has been solved. (laughs) This is what they have to worry about right now. I was kind of rooting for uh, Ernie Snowbanks or Ron Santsnow. (laughs) All right. You had me on the Ernie Ernie Snowbanks. Sammy Snosa. That was the uh, that was one. Well, we that was saw. one of them that was in there. Yeah, right. I, saw, I saw one earlier in the week where somebody was trying to tie in Bozo with. Yeah, like Bozo the plow. Yeah, we had the list plowing. I think it was. We had we had the list when we were in on uh, Monday morning, Andy. With, oh, that's uh, right. That's Wendy right. Snyder. It was uh, so memorable was in for Bob, and I can't find it now. But am I? Am I being Uncle Grouchy Pants by saying I think this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard? No, I, I want the one to be named, I Never Come to Your Side Street. Yeah. <laughs> that would make more sense to me. Is this the most unnecessary thing ever, really? Didn't this start, like, in uh, in uh, Europe? I think there was a, a... There may have been one. Yeah, there, yeah. the snowplows? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember the, the origin of that. Well, you know, they're drunk on wine all the time in Europe anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, I, th- I would hope, I would hope that they just <laughs> shovel the streets. Yeah, that would be a nice 
change of pace. I have never. What is, what is this ad? What what does it? How how does this make anything better by naming the snowplows? Just having fun. That's all. Yeah. Overrated. <laughs> you don't know what that. You, yeah. you lost track of that a long bah, time. A Just having fun. That's all. I thought there were better names on that list than the ones that they came up with. Yeah, I wish I could find because there were actually some clever names though at the list I saw earlier in the week here, and I can't find them now. So, what is it? Chicago Shovels. Dot org. Okay, yeah, Jessica. Chicago shovels. Jessica, is, just uh, that's for sure. Us here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about if we name the snowplows after governors that have gone to jail? <laughs> How about we name them after corrupt politicians? Here we are. Here we are. Chicago shovels, brother. And now it's not going to work for me here. Stupid. Wonderful. Stupid. <laughs> Oh, is boy. this fun, really? Well, you know, it's. I realize I'm grouchy. Little... <laughs> I, I, I know, I know that's yeah. Me. And I what was the me. one one of the things in the scout? Cheerful, cheerful, friendly. Shut up helpful. and be cheerful. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's stupid. <laughs> All right, you. Help. I hope I hope you cover the story on WGN TV when they finalize the when list. Finalize I can see you doing a stand-up outside in front of a snowplow with one of these names on there. I see that as more of a Ben Bradley kind of story. The Ben Bradley story? Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's a Dean story so much. But if I do, I have to. I'll have to be honest and say that this was a waste of time. A probably a waste of money. Do we know how much it's going to cost to put the names? I have not on seen a dollar plows? figure on this. No, I haven't seen a dollar yeah. figure. Like I said before, apparently everything else is fixed in the city, and this is all they have to worry about right now. <laughs> boy, oh boy, boy! This this gloomy weather is really taking its toll. Shawnee, bring this up during the next mayoral debate, will you? <laughs> Ask all ask the twenty five candidates who are running for mayor what they oh, think. We're up to twenty five now. Isn't that what it is? I think it's nine. It's it's like the national debt calendar <laughs> of how, how many or you know the, the countdown clock. That's how many candidates we. Oh, have we've passed that running now. for mayor. It was mayor. Thursday when uh, we ran into that where we reached the debt ceiling. I found the list, by the way. Oh, you did your your computer cooperated. Yeah, there okay. were there were much better ones out there. Um, Better call salt. <sighs> Bozo the snowplow is the yeah, one you were talking about the there. One, yeah, Bozo the snowplow. Uh, let's see. City of Big Shovelers. Oh, there's Ernie Snowbanks. Yeah. Ferris Blizzard's Day Off. <laughs> Sears Plower. I think Andy's just making my point of how and then, stupid this is. I, I didn't realize this was part of it, but I would have voted for this one. Salter Payton. Salter Payton. That was uh, I saw that on there. I would have voted for that one. And the list goes on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, sure does. Holy plow. Holy plow. Holy plow's not That's bad. That's good. Holy plow's not bad. Super Bowl shovel. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those we had on the it, list uh, from earlier in the week. There. It gets stupider by the minute. It gets. <laughs> The plow. <laughs> the plow. Exactly. 
<laughs> well, you kids have your fun with your. <laughs> I'll be over here having a cocktail. <laughs> All right. So, who watches the Golden Girls? Doesn't everybody watch the reruns? Pretty much. Apparently not. I'm over here watching, looking at my list here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's distracted by the list right now. Uh, the Golden Girls is one of the most popular uh, of all the reruns that are out there right now. I love watching the Golden Girls. I've seen them a million times. I find it comforting and entertaining all at the same time. Uh, a theatrical group has taken Golden Girls episodes and uh, have spoofed them in a new production that has just opened here in Chicago called Golden the Golden Gals Live. We're going to talk with a couple of the cast members coming up in a few minutes here. Stick around. Don't go away. And uh, some sad news uh, just coming over that a longtime Chicago radio personality, Lynn Bremer, has passed away. Uh, the uh, WXRT, where uh, he worked, uh, continued to work uh, since 1991, uh, tweeted out, uh, the message that uh, they it's with a heavy heart that we must inform you that we lost our best friend. Uh, Lynn Bremer fought cancer as long as he could. He passed early this morning peacefully with his wife and son by his side. Uh, we'll hold each other up through this heartbreaking time. Lynn would want it that way. Take nothing for granted. A message from Terry Hemmert. Uh, another longtime WXRTer, uh, Lynn Bremer was just one of the best guys. I mean, one of, one of the most talented people on the air. His uh, radio show on uh, WXRT, uh, incredibly popular for his knowledge of music and his wit. Uh, his love of the uh, Chicago Cubs uh, shine through all the time. I got to know Lynn uh, pretty well through the years. He was uh, with me on television a couple of times. Uh, we had him uh, join us to uh, preview Lollapalooza to talk about music. And uh, he was just just the best guy that there was. And he went off of the air, taking a leave of absence in July of last year, uh, and talked openly about his fight against prostate cancer that had spread and he uh, went off the air to seek a more aggressive treatment uh, and just just recently had returned uh, back on the air again uh, to do his shows again. It sounded like everything was um, you know, more optimistic, that his prognosis was good, that he had come back on the air again after uh, going through a treatment for prostate cancer. But he had been off the air again recently. And uh, sadly, this morning, uh, at the age of 68, uh, they uh, have uh, issued a, a, a post, uh, the radio station WXRT, that uh, our pal Lynn Bremer, our friend Lynn Bremer, uh, passed away early this morning. So our condolences to his wife and uh, to his son, uh, to uh, friends and family. Uh, it's, a, it's a great loss for Chicago Radio, uh, and, um, you know, we, we just couldn't be uh, more sad about this news. Terrific guy. And uh, all right, uh, we'll uh, be talking more about it as we uh, learn more details. But uh, for now, this is, uh, this is what we've learned. So let me uh, 
uh, tell you what's coming up. I'll get to a little kind of a mini version of our theater segment. In a few minutes, uh, we will be uh, talking with the cast of this uh, innovative spoofing of the television series, The Golden Girls. Uh, you know, people people love watching the uh, show, and uh, people are enjoying all over the country. This is a production that actually started in Florida and was selling out night after night after night of this uh, spoofing of the TV show. And now they've brought the show here to Chicago, and it's about to uh, go on a national tour around the country. That's how popular this is. Uh, And um, we'll uh, talk with a couple of the cast members of Golden Gals Live. Time for a little mini version of our Week in Theater segment. Things that are going on on stage in Chicago. And a very clever spoofing of the television show The Golden Girls has uh, hit Chicago. It is called The Golden Gals Live. We've got a couple of uh, the uh, cast members uh, joining us on the program this morning. Gidget Galore and Ginger Minge. Gidget uh, plays, uh, let me see, Rose uh, and... um, Ginger, Ginger is Blanche in the show. Did I get that right? You got it right. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you both on with us. Thank you for having us. So, uh, Blanche, Ginger, uh, you're the, uh, the the director of the show, the writer of the show. Talk to me a little bit uh, about how this whole thing came to be. Sure. Um, well, actually, you know, Gidget and I have been best friends for 19 years now. And the Golden Girls is one of those things, you know, every clump of friends is always, I'm the Dorothy, I'm the Rose, I'm the Sophia. <laughs> and, of course, that made its way through our friend group. And for years, we threatened to do the show. We were like, we're just going to do it one day. So we had a drunken taco Tuesday night about four years ago <laughs> and said, you know what? We've all got the gap in our schedule. It lines up. Let's just do it. We didn't think anybody would come, but in 48 hours, we had sold out completely, and we kept extending and extending and extending in Orlando at the Parliament House recipes, Um, and we did that for a year. So we're like, I guess there is a market for it, and we just have so much fun doing it that we were excited to really kind of build it up into something bigger now. Yeah. So, so Gidget, um, you know, are you are you are you recreating episodes that we might know from watching the reruns, or are you building something new out of those? You know, it's the characters that we know. Uh, well, for me, when I sit down to write the shows. Um, I always go with the top 10 moments on YouTube. I watch every top 10 uh, Golden Girls moments video. And then I take like the five that make every list and then write those five moments into a brand new show, something all original. So that there's something really new and fresh, but also a lot of those pieces that people want to see and they want to hear because it's such a shared experience. It's a lot like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You want to come in and say your favorite lines along with the cast. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, something that I, I can see where it would be just a hoot 
to uh, you know come and see these if you're familiar with the show and you're familiar with the characters. Uh, for example, Gidget, how do you channel uh, Rose, the Betty White character? How do you do that? I'm not hearing Gidget anywhere. I'm I don't not, know where she is. But... I'm, not, I'm, not either. <laughs> I'm not either. I don't know what's wrong. We'll, we'll see if we can figure that her, out. But but Ginger, well, Ginger oh, I'm is, here. I'm here. My 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 little chubby cheek pressed the mute button. So yes. Yeah, so I I am the Rose of our group for sure. Yes, um, as, you can in, in, as as we've now seen <laughs> with your phone skills, yes. <laughs> of course, of course. So so I am the rose of our group. So, so for me, it's so great because that is my favorite character. It has been for years. And I am definitely the storyteller of our group when it comes to, this is what happened to me. You'll never guess what happened, girl. Sit down. I'm going to tell you this from the past. And it, it somehow will tie into whatever whatever we're talking about that day. So I definitely am the rose. So for me, it's very easy. She's she's childlike. She's naive, and she just sees the joy in things, and, and always wants everything to be resolved. and And that's very much my personality. Yeah, you come up with some new Saint Olaf stories to tell during the show. This is the best. That was one of my requirements when I sat down with Ginger. I said I have to have some of these great. St. Olaf stories. And you can hear it in the audience as soon as the first line starts coming out. And some of them don't even start with, well, back in St. Olaf, you know, they don't even start like that. You can hear them get into a story and go, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. You know, so it's, it's a great feeling on stage to hear that. And they just wait for the end because they know it's going to have a great payoff. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, 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 Ginger, uh, tell me, who is uh, playing uh, Sophia and Dorothy uh, in the show? So Sophia is being played in true Golden Girl fashion by the youngest member of our cast. Uh, <laughs> her name is Mr. Miss Adrian. She is the current reigning national Miss Comedy Queen, which is a national pageant for drag queens of comedy. Um, Gidget and I are both former winners of that. It's currently Adrian's year right now. She is wildly funny and just so wonderfully appropriately inappropriate um and our very good friend divine grace is b arthur reincarnated and oh, she is her. pictures of her and then she well the, it's so fun because you know i think we all kind of nail the characters well i mean you haven't nailed blanche at some point but we all kind of know <laughs> who our characters are, and you can really identify with them, but there's something fun about when that door opens and Divine Grace walks on and people go, oh, she looks just like B. Arthur. <laughs> and then she opens her mouth and she talks like this, and you hear the whole audience go, and she sounds like her too. Yeah, yeah. She really is just her reincarnated. Yeah, I saw I saw pictures of you all, and uh, you physically you nail it and it it sounds like you know the the humor in this is all there this is all at the mercury theater in chicago at 3745 north southport and playing through february the 12th uh all i can say to you both is thank you for being a friend and being on the show here today thank you Well, for legal reasons, thank, thank you. you for being a pal. A pal, yes. Let's, let's, no, nobody wants to get sued. Exactly right. Thank you both. Gidget Calore, Ginger Minge, uh, Blanche, and Rose.